Hey Roaches, I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my thrifting audio diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, good garbage, and all-around helpful items I could utilize in my daily life. My mission is to do all of this while spending the least amount of money. Each week on the show, I invite a friend to thrift with me. We gather a haul, drag it back to the studio to tell you all about it. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? It was over there. I don't think it was there. Is it up in that right top, the top right corner, that little ledge there? Is there a bug un- over that ledge, like top right nook? I don't know how I got sent for the bug Yeah, go look for the bug, Josh. <laughs> I don't see a bug anywhere. Okay. Like, was it a big bug, a little bug? It what was like, for? okay, so we think of like... It's all just fucking toys and stuffed animals over here. Well, yeah, I have some <laughs> collections over there. We both <laughs> know that. <laughs> get to the fucking bug. This bug could be anywhere. There's like it 12 was like, feet of plushies over here. It was like roach-sized. Like a quarter body. Was it a roach? It, I could have been a roach. Hey, we got fans. Hey, they're all here. <laughs> all right. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to Thrifty. Recording at last. Sorry for the uh, weird recording schedule and releasing schedule. It's been a hec- hectic time. Happy 2018. It has sucked worse than last year. Yeah, boys. Uh, we had a, a bug situation, but it's now gone. And I had a whole bit I was going to do with the bug. I had a whole bug bit. I was unaware that there was a bug in the room, let alone you had the time to see the bug and plan a bit. Yeah, in 30 seconds saw a bug, planned a bit. Doesn't have, I don't have the bug to do the bit, but it was going to involve like touching the bug. This is the new bug bit. Just us <laughs> talking to you about the bug bit. What you been, fr- been? Were you gonna? Would you would? Would you been freaked out if I'd like touched a bug? Are you no. freaky about bugs? No. Like, my daughter was super into bugs. We used to do science experiments, and, like, free- mm-hmm. I had to freeze a slug one time. Fuck. And, yeah, because if you just stick them in there, they turn cold. Then it doesn't kill them. And, oh. And then they'll reactivate later, but, like, it gives you, like, ten minutes where you can fuck around and look at it under a microscope without it crawling away. So and we, it doesn't die? No, we froze ants, we froze slugs, worms, all kinds of bugs. Remember when uh, frozen, uh, like, freezing bumblebees? Try, you ever do that? No, that's probably why the bee population's down. Yeah, yeah, dude. We only did sh- shitty pill bugs. <laughs> no, dude. No real meaningful No, bees. there was this whole thing that, like, if you freeze a bumblebee and tie a string around it, and then when it thaws out, you have a bee on a string. Boy, I tried that five or six times as a kid. Never worked. What? Never worked. So, unfortunately, I was... I wasn't a bad kid, but I was mischievous. I was killing bees. Which... Did you read about that on the internet or at school? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's one of... You never heard of the bumblebee on a string theory? No. I mean, it was. It, was, it never made it to Mythbusters, but it certainly was a, a theory that you could have like a pet bumblebee on I a believe, string. I mean, it sounds believable, but like... Mm-hmm. Does it make you want to try it? Not really. 
I don't want to kill a bee by accident at this point. <laughs> yeah. I know too much about it. Yeah. And then I remember... Yeah, you know what? I actually am responsible for killing more bees than I feel proud of killing because I remember I used to go like barefoot in the yard a lot, mm-hmm. get stung by bees all day, and obviously they would die if you know you got stung. But I remember my grandfather like to get revenge for me. He's like, I'm gonna go step on every bee in the yard, and he would go out there and just start stomping bees, and it would be like sick, dude. Thank you, thanks for hooking me up. You got assaulted by the bees, and then went and hired muscle. <laughs> To get back at them. So if you had a boy and he stung somebody and then he died, you're like, I got to get out of here because I'm going to get stomped. I don't think I've killed a single bee on purpose in my entire life. Yeah, after that, I kind of sh- shied away from that. But anyway, um, welcome to Thrifty Podcast. Another week in the books for the show. Uh, we have an incredible thrift haul. We're going to do some, uh, we did uh, find it, watch it. Uh, no, actually, we did Find It, Play It last week, and we're going to do Find It, Watch It this week, which you have called what? Fee-wee. Fee-wee. So we have a fee segment as a part of our thrift haul. Yeah. But we've been leaning off the show hot um, with uh, Penny Saver. Yeah. The uh, the good old Penny Saving. Yeah, penny Saving, yeah. So we take a look at Pittsburgh Classified Ads and we bring we actually looked this up the day of the show because we have so much downtime during work that we just play on our phones you slept during work today only you a ten, sleep during it work was today. a 10 minute nap and i haven't been feeling well i've had like Fair. there's like a, a bug going around you've been on the tussin yeah and i've been I, i've had it i've had you know tussin in my system pretty regularly at mm-hmm. work and i mean i wasn't doing anything i'd already done what i needed to do for the next two hours i mean yeah fair enough we only do what we do three times a day and it's <laughs> yeah. i mean it's like six hours so you only have to do it once every two hours mm-hmm. and once you've done that there's to nothing no avail yeah there's nothing i went outside and sat on a bench for 20 minutes and nobody said anything yeah so i slept at my desk i wear slippers on the regular at work yeah dude we're pretty comfortable at work i it's, mean it sucks but it's kind of fun but fucking meaningless cause in the machine. <laughs> but that's when we plan our segment so we looked at pittsburgh classified ads to see what was on the docket for this week's penny saving all right so uh this week in the pittsburgh classifieds uh the topics that we kind of took a look at in past episodes um bait shop and jet skis still are empty nothing in bait shop nothing in jet skis i did notice that feed yes. had some postings as well as livestock oh okay okay so the only left empty ones are bait shop and jet skis but we do have one in feed yeah and uh, I think jet skis will come back around. Like, hopefully, once the weather, hopefully, people are going to get out there, start to clean off their old jet ski, and be like, "I need a new one. Let me penny save it." Let's go to the penny it. save it. Yeah. Uh, so this one was under announcements, under miscellaneous. Uh, the the t- the topic was homeless cat management. <laughs> I saw the homeless cat management. You saw it? Did you click on it? I did. Okay. Yeah. So I clicked on it, and it said, "Homeless cat management team needs volunteers." Age 18 or over to staff our spay and neuter clinics in Tarentum, uh, Pennsylvania area. Yeah, it's like a north of Pittsburgh suburb. So if you're 18, you could mutilate 
cat genitals. That's the first thing I thought is you're going to get fucking weirdos volunteering to cut off cat dicks all day yeah. long. Cat peeps here and there, just like parts of... I feel like the proper way to go about that is to partner with like a vet program. Mm-hmm. And be not like, someone off the street. Not like, hey, are you handy with scissors in your free Tuesday evenings? And you're 18? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're a legal age to cut off dicks? Come on, join us. Well, it does say training is provided. I would hope so, because... <laughs> Who knows how to do that on their own? Like, could you imagine showing up to a job where you mutilate animal genitalia and they'll be like, training is provided, and you go, I don't need any. <laughs> Better on that block. Have you read my resume? Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, if you'll flip to page two of the CV. As you will see, I have done this. I'd no. recommend you call Paul. He's on my resumes. <laughs> you call Paul, and he's just like, hey, yeah, they done it. He's, he's second down on the reference. So, uh, for homeless cat management, you could go ahead and dial 412-321-4060, 412-321-4060, extension 2. I'm going to look extension up the actual two. address of this business on Google to make sure it's not just some guy's garage in a back alley with a, a like a handcrafted wooden sign that's just burnt in that says homeless cat management. You brought your references, right? <laughs> Uh, the next one, uh, this was under, in the penny saver, under merchandise miscellaneous. This is the one that you found and sent over. Uh, the topic, picture glass large. So click on that. No photo available, unfortunately. Picture glass large, 25 by 31 seagulls. <laughs> it's supposed to be seagulls, but it's seagulls. $99. <laughs> That's a fucking pretty penny for some seagulls. From some seagulls. So I don't know if it's like mer people or what, um, but this is in the Bethel Park area, so it's just out of Pittsburgh. That's not too, too far away. 25 either. by 31 is a weird dimension for a picture and a seagull. So if you could just picture her shuffling around. <laughs> and like just what I picture. Just when, a little cube of a mermaid. <laughs> what I think of seagulls, I think like the Golden Girls only like mermaid like mer like mermaids it's basically the golden girls but they're like at the jersey shore and it's just seagulls like for 99 bucks ethel is shit faced um you could you could dial 412-831-1816 412-831-1816 for 25 by 31 pick of the seagulls and i love that there is an option to include a picture if you're yeah. trying to sell Nobody a picture... Nobody is adding pictures to these. You're trying to Nobody. sell a picture. And I saw somebody today selling $4 CDs. Yeah. And so that gives you... And there were only two CDs. It was Chris Bodie and something else. <laughs> so that gives you... Oh, that was... Uh, I asked you what it, uh, if you wanted. It was somebody's millennial collection, like Paul Simon's millennial collection and Chris Bodie. that were $4. Four these are the deep cuts that piece. don't make the show. But these are the people who sell on the penny saver. People who think a CD of... Chris Bodie is four dollars. In my life, I have never wanted to sell something and didn't provide a picture. I've never went like, "Yo, you want to buy this?" and then I didn't give them all the information needed. I had to sell a picture of a projector or sell a projector screen for work. Your and other I, work at that time, yeah, yeah. the uh, the other job I did for a while, and I had to take a picture. It's just a screen. Mm -hmm. It's just an eight by ten blank sheet. 
And I took a fucking picture of it. Not hard, right? It's not a picture of seagulls. Took 30 seconds? <laughs> Trying to sell you a picture for $100. <laughs> I'm not going to show you the picture. So we did find, uh, uh, we're going to see some pictures for ourselves here that are moving with our VHS uh, haul we got this week with our uh, thrift haul. One of these is an old banger that we didn't get to watch. Um, and one of them is, is something brand new. So we're going to... Uh, I test out a new segment. We call it Fiwi. Find it, watch it. But I got two VHS tapes. We're gonna queue up. Um, the first one we're gonna date back uh, into the '90s. Yeah, this is the old uh, Nintendo 64 era. Yes. Um. So Nintendo Power re- released several short videos promoting up-and-coming video games to their subscribers. So if you got Nintendo Power, you get these VHS tapes in the mail. Uh, some of these videos were made available to rent at Blockbuster, and actually you got some of them by request if you went to Toys R Us and was like, give me the latest tape demo. Yeah, because actual video game demos didn't exist for the cartridge games. Right. It's like Sony started the demo thing with the PlayStation, mm-hmm. but you couldn't like play a demo of you know 1080. Yeah. So you just had to watch a tape. Exactly. It's the and, YouTube and a, of the day. And a lot of these, too, were before the game was completed. So they wanted to hype up the game because they did maybe like half of it. So they're just like, here's this little here's some. Piece. Yeah, it'll be in Nintendo Power in like four months. But here's a little three minute like you know, yeah. hype video. And Nintendo did these tapes uh, throughout the 90s. Uh, there was 10 tapes in total. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Exposed, A Magical Tour of Yoshi's Island, uh, Invasion of Nintendo, Change the System, which was when Nintendo 64 was first introduced, Star okay. Fox, Diddy Kong, Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon stuff, Hot News with a Z, and the one that we're going to be looking <laughs> the 90s, at... the 90s, everything has a Z. The one that we're going to be looking at today is Nintendo 64 Introduces New Ways to Bring It from 1998. Yeah, three new ways to bring it with uh, Major League Baseball, Ken Griffey Jr., mm-hmm. the 1080 Snowboarding, Yep, one of the best N64 games of all time. And Kobe Bryant in uh, NBA Courtside. Little baby Kobe. Baby Kobe. Like fresh out of high school almost. And this was the fifth release by Nintendo in their VHS series. And it showcases up-and-coming sports titles. And they all uh, they all promote like uh, they're like they're all 3D. This is 3D, when you were 3D. like big into sports, so this is like yeah, really got a prime stri- sports. Yeah, time really got to strike a Kobe what, cord. What does it read on the back there in that big font? Oh, I read this uh, back on that episode, but it says yeah. if an N64 athlete can find an opponent, they must uh, can't find an opponent. They must play against the computer, while the computer doesn't have an ego, any ego to crush, any pride to trample, or any spirit to break. It never hurts to practice. Play the computer if you don't have friends. Yeah, play the computer. Says. That way when your friends come over, you can crush their ego, trample their pride, and break their spirit. So we're going to uh, we're gonna throw on Nintendo 64 introduces new ways to bring it from 1998. So let's get this going. Yeah, low-reaching fruit. Yeah. Or low-hanging fruit. All right, so some played any good games lately. Holy cow. They show somebody holding the controller in the promo. <laughs> they just showed us a thousand sports titles all at once. Ken Griffey with the center field catch. Ken, the Ken Griffey game was a pot. Oh, there was an old WCW game. Yeah. 
this is a preview of the season's most epic sports experience. Epic We've got the sports. commentary coming through by just random 90s white guy. Warning, this is no TV show. Is this the guy who did the Dell commercials? This is money. I thought it might have been Mike O'Malley from uh, the Agro Craig. Send it down to Mo. So it's a video compiled of actually N64 upcoming sports clips and then like real life baseball catches. Well, that was because they tried to hide the fact. Oh, they're nice behind the back by Rick Fox. Yeah. Well, all right. Reality TV star Rick Fox. You better represent. Got it going on. Then step into Nintendo what was the got it going on voice on that he did? I don't know. Get in or get out. So here we go. Major League Baseball with Ken Hello, Griffey starting us off. See, and I remember this game being shit because... Was this the Ken Griffey? Oh, no, this was the one that had real people. But he yep. made all his 80s games didn't have real people. Yep. This is the first one with real people, and that's why they're mentioning real people because they're yes. like, they're real people. They're live in 3D. Finally, look, here's some guy named Buford. <laughs> Okay, here's Ken Griffey up. He's 56 home runs this year. Lefty Ken Griffey at Fenway. Oh, 100-mile heater. And the stadium is in 3D quality, so it looks like a goddamn polygon. And I, I think this is Boston. Like, that's the green monster out on the left. Yeah, Ken Griffey just hit a home run on the green monster, 497 feet. It's and he's already to second base by the time the ball's landed. God. You know this game has every major league stadium. This is when they put the stadiums in. Every major league stadium. Expansion teams too. Oh, the expansion teams. Stunningly realistic 3D, and then they show a picture of what looks like a Picasso painting. This is when the the Tampa Bay Rays were the actual devil rays before the Christian right got a hold of Tampa Bay's team. Yeah. I've dreamt of being a big wig team, team owner. Oh, the draft. You can draft in this one. first overall. <laughs> yeah. The game tracks all your stats right inside the cartridge. Joey Cora, second baseman Major up here. Looking like he has shit Griffey in his pants Jr. as he's walking. They're really putting over Seattle just so they can get around to Griffey batting. So many live quick clips of Ken Griffey hitting actual home runs mm -hmm. in this. So many live clips. The game's coming May of 1998. It's like almost Nobody's if Nintendo was like, what clips do we have? Oh, we have Griffey hitting home runs. Let's make a game around that. They have to show somebody holding the controller because the N64 thing was always, which way do I have to hold the controller for this game? They're teaching you how to not only hold the controller, but what all the control, like the control stick you can move up and down manually. Having four ports was life changing. Yeah. Especially when the wrestling games came out. Rumble packs. See, I didn't get into the N64 until the rumble packs were already built in. Oh, okay. So a little later. Yeah, because I had a PlayStation up Ooh. until the later phase. Okay, so we're on to 1080 snowboarding next. This is just Tony Hawk for snow. Mm -hmm. I love the trees are all one picture of a tree repeating the yeah, exact same tree. It's a copy-paste mold. 
and believe it once again those madmen have delivered yo you see some people attention, on some snow half pipes in this and they're just fucking killing it helicopters that guy almost got chopped by the helicopter yeah. he was like higher than the helicopter did they just say shredding powder probably that was a cool thing to say if you're a snowboarder shredding powder that's just sick. Sick, bro. Nice stale fish. Fracture, you'll find yourself jiving down acres of radical incline. This is where you find you out what jiving you're really down? Made jiving down. Maxed out on solo stunts? Take on all comers in the two-player versus mode. Oh, the language. That line wasn't Whether even straight to Red Star. <laughs> line was a B. So the, it's showcasing that you can play with not only you, with but but, but also with a friend. And I'll tell you what. Everybody is wearing, like, the most boring ski clothes that you would ever see in your life i remember uh we used to go to the mall we were mall rats when we were like, coming april of 98 1080 snowboarding deal with it yeah. i had been like 14 and we used to go to the mall and like sears had a demo of the n64 with two player and you could do a race on 1080 okay and we would spend an hour and a half hanging out at the mall just doing that yeah here comes kobe and his because they, arms. wow kobe's body and Whoa. face we're on to look at Shaq. Jesus, we're on to Kobe Bryant's NBA courtside, a preview of it, and Kobe looking crazy. I'm going to put him in the cover art. It's so real. I'm going to take a screen cap and put him in the cover art. Oh, the, the old crowd graphic where it's just four flat. people placed. Oh, back It's like four people, and then the rest behind it is flat. <laughs> At best, it's an inclined plane. It's a funicular. All right, sports fans. We're coming to you live from Seattle. Oh, live commentary. Oh. Kobe Bryant in NBA courtside. Seattle's a thing. The house is rocking. Everybody's hyped up over the amazing lifelike action. Check out Kobe's sweet sweet. Everybody at a live basketball game, Kobe. people are hyped up at the amazing live action. <laughs> I would Can you hope. Imagine that? Campbell. Then I'll look back to I Kobe. Payow. Payow. <laughs> That's worse than any that NBA Jam commentary. Oh, that, that left shrimp. shrimp. Oh, the Sonics were so Baker. good back then. Baker. Is this with Kemp? That's Vin Baker. Yeah, Sean Kemp, Gary Payton. Sean Kemp, Gary Payton was the point. Have you ever been to a live sporting event and said to your friend or whoever you're with, I'm just so happy about the live 3D live action. Have you ever said that live? Never, but I do yell, Payow, all the time. NBA courtside with Kobe coming April 98. Oh, he hit the alley-oop. Epic sports experience. And if you think that's all, here's the update. Nintendo Sports has a whole slew of This is the part where at Rocket Speed, they just give you all their titles. Here's Rocket everything. Speed. Rocket Speed. Hockey, wrestling, hockey, wrestling. NHL Breakaway 98. Baseball, basketball, football, wrestling, baseball, basketball. Ken Griffey yeah. hitting a home run. NWO. Oh, that's World Tour. That's, we just played that on the last episode. That's World no, that's Cup the 98. World Cup 98, baby. So they're another baseball game. But this one, I don't know if this one has Ken Griffey. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is NFL Quarterback Club? Uh, yeah, this is when you would get Quarterback Club and Madden and yep. fucking Blitz. and Oh, Nagano Winter Olympics. Nagano Winter Olympics. So we have curling in the 90s. Wayne Gretzky 3D hockey. I will be straight up. Did you know there was curling in the Olympics in the 90s? Because I didn't. I've never cared about the Olympics. Okay, fair enough. Was that Mike Piazza's baseball? Yep. Lamborghini 64? Yeah. Yo, rocket speed. Rocket speed. All these are going by. 
Snowboarding, basketball, baseball, snowboarding again, football. Griffey well, again. Griffey. That was only a double. The yeah. Excitement, the most exhilarating, spine shattering, most authentic sports experience. Spine shattering sports experience. And it's only on Nintendo. Get well soon, Ryan Shazier. So real. Oh, that hockey he took that his was fucking a elbow to the mud. That was a great, great shot. The selection of games and accessories for Nintendo 64. There's only one place to go. Toys, Toys R Us. Us. Toys R Us. That, well, I mean, in the 90s, you had Hills, you had Toys R Us, mm -hmm. GameStops weren't games. like a thing. You didn't have like just video game stores. No. You bought your video games the same place you got your underwear. Yeah. Yeah. It was like just what you did. Yeah, I I forgot about. Yes, that's what you. And it, sometimes Montgomery you get, Ward, Sears, J.C. Penney's, and and you got your video games, your underwear, and then like anything else you wanted. Yeah, it's like tires. <laughs> got <laughs> it. Like, you put your tires like in the in the garage. Yeah. While you shop, we've got an hour to shop. The cars over there getting the tires rotated or whatever the hell. Let's get some portraits, and then we'll go get you a video game. Your brother will get a haircut, and we'll get the hell out of here. Yeah, I got some frosted tips during that area of stuff. That you could do everything at Sears, the portrait studio, and oh god, it's stories. It's a one-stop shop, and then the internet killed it, right? Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. So the next one up that we have on uh, find it, watch it. Um, it's a little bit longer, but I've actually never seen it before. Um, it's one of the episodes of Tales from the Crypt Keeper. And Tales from the Crypt Keeper was an animated children's horror series. It was based on the live-action television show Tales from the Crypt. Not at all scary. Not at all scary. It ran from uh, 93 to 94. In 1999, the show actually returned with a different animation style because they wanted to reboot it. But in total, the show had three seasons... 13 episodes per season. What time did it run? Because I remember it like during like the 93, 94. Sat it was like a Saturday thing. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like a Saturday morning kind of thing. It wasn't like a horror, you know, it no. was like, oh, here's this, and then we'll go into like Power Rangers or like the Something rerun like of Saved by the Bell before the new one. Yeah, comes it on. was significantly milder than uh, Tales from the Crypt because all the blood and gore were completely omitted from the show. Um, they thought, you know, since it's a kid's show, target audience, no blood, nothing like that. It was really campy. It was like Scooby-Doo, almost. Yeah, and most episodes take place within the fictional city of Gravehurst, California, which I didn't realize. <laughs> I used to watch the show, but the episode we're going to watch today, I've never seen. See, and I was reading the back about Gorilla's Paw, and I think I remember the Gorilla's Paw episode but this one I have no memory of. Yeah, the show details the Crypt Keeper telling different horror stories to the viewers, each with a lesson to be learned. And John Kassir did the voice of the Crypt Keeper for not only this, but of course, Tales from the Crypt. So He's the actual Crypt Keeper. They got him, the actual Crypt Keeper. They got him for the show. This episode uh, is called While the Cat's Away. It is episode one. Um, if you want to read the back of that. Yeah. The, the episode title. Well, yeah. under the episode title. While the cat's away, uh, after an awesome new dirt bike captures the imagination of brothers Dwight and Stu. Mm -hmm. Stu. <laughs> they hatch a plan. A to, dirt bike. They hatch a plan to make some bike buying cash. Sneaking into a creepy old mansion, they look for something to steal and stir up a haunted house full of werewolves, monster monsters, and there's no comma, monsters, vampires. Okay. 
uh, and zombies. So basically, two boys want to buy a dirt bike, and they break into what they think is an abandoned house for to steal stuff. Let's steal for some money. shit. Yeah, All right, out of the abandoned house. Let's throw it in. Boys and ghouls. Tales from the Creep Keeper while a cat's away. Um, I have not watched this, so we'll see how this goes. It's all queued up. So what I assume is this is going to start out with the Crypt Keeper, like, th- throwing to the episode. Like, I'm the Crypt Keeper. Well, it's going to start off, you got to have, like, the uh, the old FBI warning. Mm-hmm. I think this is the era of the FBI. Like, hey, we know you have two v- VCRs. Don't copy and tape your this. own. Yep, there it yep, is. Yep, FBI warning. 250000 250000 in 1994 yeah. was what it would have cost if you got caught doing this. And up to five years in prison. Did anybody ever get caught doing that? No. Let's be real. Nelvana did all kinds of things with their little polar bear. Whoa. The moon already had the Crypt Keeper's face. Yeah. So we're looking at the intro. A young man is driving a bike through a graveyard into a haunted house with a Frankenstein uh, Frankenstein's monster waking up. Seems significantly louder than the video game video. Yeah. Let me fix that real quick. You keep going. <laughs> this is, it's just a little boy running away from monsters. All the monsters listed on the back, plus the mummies. And it is very Scooby-Doo. Like, he ran through a doorway and the monsters bumped into each other and tripped. Oh, here comes Uh-oh, the Crypt Keeper. Crypt Keeper. Crypt Keeper popped around the chair to welcome the young man with a mummy and a werewolf and a goblin. And they all pull up a couch and grab some popcorn. From the Crypt Keeper. And the Crypt Keeper starts the show. There's the the infamous laugh. I dressed up as the Crypt Keeper Did for you? Halloween. Yeah. I used to be able to do the laugh really well as a child. So this is his opening monologue, I'm assuming. He's in Hawaiian gear for the first episode. He's going on vacation. Nice. I've been feeling a little burned out lately so i'm taking a lap he's not even the same color as he was in the show he's green here yeah he was like brown flesh colored mm-hmm. and he's not like nearly as grotesque he's very cute they gave him like the slimer the slimer know, ghostbusters vibe. treatment yep so it's a much lighter tales from the crypt but he's playing through pictures he's playing through slides of his last vacation where he almost died and he gets off to that type of shit. He's like, ah, I got attacked by a kraken. Mm-hmm. And there's a roach. There's a roach right there. Oh, and he's, he's waveboarding on a tombstone? He's waveboarding on a tombstone through sludge. You sicken me, National Park. You, you sicken me, National Park. Not he's Yosemite. Just running, he's just running through some like Instagram favorites of his through the slide projector. Just dad puns. Dad puns. He got chased. He almost got eaten by sharks. He almost fell off a cliff. All right, all right. Cats here. What is the neck thing? Is that supposed to be a lay that he's wearing? Yeah, it's like a lay of bones. Okay. Bone lay. By Manny Cotto. All right, so he pitches it. So here's the actual episode. Oh, we got sweet dirt bike guy. This is our dirt bike envy. Fuck. Yeah. So kids looking at a picture of a guy. A kid is in a ma- is imagining himself riding a cool ass dirt bike. Extreme ultimate speed. And he wants that dirt bike. He imagines himself riding. For some reason in this universe, dirt bikes have three wheels. Did you notice that? Oh shit, dirt bikes do. It's got a tank tire on the back and two wheels. 
Maybe he's in a good mood. So two boys fantasizing about a dirt bike go to the travel agency to talk to one yeah. of their fathers. There's a very evil pencil-thin mustache guy with a picture of himself on the wall. So that guy works for the mob, huh? So rich. Yes, you are. Very. His mustache only... Oh, he's watching her pearls glimmer. Yeah. She's rich because she has pearls. There's a woman with pearls who is rich, so he is now coming on to her because of that. It's rather expensive. Well, you can't put a price on memories, Mrs. Crumb. <laughs> he just wants all that dough. Yeah, give it all. So first off, okay, so it's a privileged family. So you're telling me his kid is going to ask him for dirt bike money and dad's going to say no. No. Things get any slower. I'm going to ask you guys for an Okay, so business yep. is bad. There's a crack in the wall. Dad needed that, that old widow's money. Yes, we have many attractive packages. So dad is just putting on a front like his shit's together and it's not. So but kid's no. going to ask him for dirt bike money and he's going to say no. No, can't do it. I can put some sort of package together, yes. The kids are, the kid is like, I think always like the kid from the main intro. It's just always him in a story. It's always perpetually a kid with slightly shaggy hair and a baseball cap and his much muscular bro friend who wants the dirt bike even more than him. Later, Dad. So he didn't even get to ask him, Dad, his dad for dirt bike money because his dad is like in the fucked up business. Why did you ask him about the bike? Yeah. See? Okay, so Stu is the older brother and Dwight is the younger. Jerk. So he never even asked his his dad. No. Why does Dwight's bike have pink tassels? Alright, probably hiding something. Seems like the kind of guy who would take those off his bike. Aren't those the bros that always hide something? He looks like the bully from Archie. He looks like the bully from everything, including my life. That's true. I used to have hair like that, though. What, bully hair? Like the 90s bully hair, yeah. Yeah, bully hair? <laughs> yeah, I had that for a little bit. I was never a bully, but like, I had that haircut. Yeah. So now they're both imagining them themselves with this dirt bike again. Quoting the Terminator. Hasta la vista, baby. He's still pedaling the dirt bike. That's not how a dirt bike works. No. I only have one animation for riding on a bike. It's pedaling. So it's now nighttime. They've been fantasizing about this dirt bike. Now. now they're approaching a clearly haunted house. They didn't even bother to ask their dad for money. They're just sure immediately the like, let, let's go steal shit. Yeah, sure. The kind that don't waste money on house repairs. Come on. This is a clearly haunted house they're about to take copper like copper piping and shit from. No leaves on the trees, even though it's clearly summer. It Gargoyles. looks like the Adams family's home, very clearly, and they're like, fuck it, let's rob it. There is an open-faced mouth as a door knocker. Bro. Yo, you guys are like... Why are they knocking? You guys have Reb Rembrandt lighting on you. You know this is going to be a horror flick. Bats fly out uh, in the dozen as they open the door. And by the dozen, they immediately fly Immediately go inside and shut the door. If there are more bats, they're now trapped in there with you. <laughs> 
Leave the door so you're open. Just gonna hear their fucking wings banging yeah. off the walls. You don't know that yet. Come on. Who do these guys know who's able to fence stolen goods? What are they? Twelve? Uh, Dwight's probably like fifteen. Fifteen and twelve. Yeah, and Stu, I would say yeah, twelve, eleven, maybe. Older brother. Got the bully haircut. Little brother has shaggy hair and a hat over top. Civil War painting, even though they're in California. Civil War painting immediately came alive. And little brother's about to tell big brother yeah. about it. The Civil War guy general tried to stab him. Get yeah. off, dork. Get off, dork. Try him, but there's ghosts. Stu, the painting move, we all saw it. I'm you if you don't chill out, Dwight. You're afraid of your own shadow. And every time you get they poke you in the chest real aggressively so you know I'm a bully. I can't help it. What is your problem? Neither of these boys have any redeeming qualities. Get out of here. Forget my P11 sand slicer. I'd rather die. A what? A P11 sand slicer? I think that's the model of the dirt bike. P11 sand slicer. Start looking. For what? I don't know. All these libraries have secret panels that open up when you move a candle. My man, why are you in a haunted house looking to rob it and looking for secret panels? And he's like, let's check out the books first. Wouldn't you just rip out the copper and he's then just run? Feeling that statue's boobs. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, okay, you gotta see that, right? Okay, so he fell into the library books and uh, some eyes came out of the bookshelf. A secret panel behind the books with eyes. Oh boy, did he just get eaten by that hole? He might have. That library hole. Gotta go to commercial break. Back from commercial break, I think Stu got eaten by a library hole. Oh, you know what? He's fucking with him. He's fucking with him. Classic bully shit. Absolutely. Just creating fake trauma. Yeah, I told you he's fucking with him. Were, That's a very Crypt that Keeper thing hole. to do. Yeah, real funny, Stu. Still got the hiccups. Oh. Wow. So an axe that had fallen during that what during that sketch, it sliced your boy's hat in half. Landed right on top of his hat. Older brother Stu is now Whoa. sitting down at a desk Major reading some old manuscript. Dude. There's electricity in this house. He turned the light on. Oh, God. Okay. And then Dwight got eaten by the wall. He did one of those spinny bookcase things. So the library books, the library's shelf just spun around eight Dwight. So it has separated the two boys, but oh. now they both got eaten by the wall. The chair just slid back and threw Stu into the wall. So Stu and Dwight are separated behind a spooky wall. This copper stealing mission has turned into a survivor oh, mission. Oh, now they're back together. That's twice you scared the heck out of me. You can't say heck on a cartoon. So these boys are in the catacombs of the house because the wall ate them. So I'm assuming that's where we're going to find vampires and mummies and shit. I would think so. But there's, like, stone... Oh, he's got a treasure map. He picked up a treasure map before the wall ate him, so the two boys are now going down to the catacombs with this map with plans on finding uh, things to steal, which there was plenty to steal what we saw. Hasta la vista, baby. They keep showing the exact same five seconds of the dirt bike clip. Because they want you to know that these kids are hard for the dirt bike. You gotta get that dirt bike. And that's the thing. 
all these have a, a you know a moral behind them. Yeah. And Tales from the Crypt did that a lot, mm-hmm. even the HBO one. Don't be a shitty person. This one is clearly like, don't steal. Don't steal. Don't lust after dirt bikes when your dad can't even sustain his business. You didn't even have the gumption to ask him for money because you know he's struggling, so you decided to steal. Maybe because he chases people out and goes, money, 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 money. Probably that's his... So they found, as they were behind the wall, they're trapped behind the wall. They're like in the catacombs of the house. And walking through the catacombs of the house, they came upon a came upon a spiked dog collar. It's a werewolf. It's a werewolf named Fifi. The werewolf is breaking oh. through. Wow. Oh, they call. got away. Good thing the werewolf can't figure out how to push that door. He is still in it for the money. A werewolf almost ended him and his brother's lives, and he is still hungry for money. He's got a werewolf because he's got gold, bro. Typical white person bullshit. Oh, the werewolf ripped through the door. No doubt. And apparently grew three times larger. Oh, they jumped on a hole. They so they just fell down a hole after being chased by the werewolf, and here we are in a mad scientist lab, no doubt. This looks like a dungeon, almost. Tip, typical white person shit. He's still talking about the dirt bike and yep. wanting money. Still gonna ride away in that. Oh, it's a dead body. Ugh. They landed on a dead body. That's what's pretty lumpy. Yo, this is mad scientists. This Extraordinary. Is, all all kinds of buttons and things you could press and turn and light up and turn off. And he just bumped a lever with his shoulder, so we've got electricity run through. We the got dead electricity body now. to the board with the dead body on, and he busted the fucking lever. You gotta help him. Classic Dwight and Stu right here. Just unplug it. Electrifying the ray. Oh boy. So it just electrified a ray. And it's gonna Oh, fuck. Some monster tentacle just came out and stole the map. Now Stu's, yeah, getting sucked into the tank <laughs> by the monster. <laughs> Dwight's got Stu by the ankles. <laughs> so, your boy just got eaten by an octopus in its own fluids, and then the dead body is waking up because it's electrified. And his feet came off, or just his boots. An octopus is eating his brother. I can't stress that enough. There was a window so he could conveniently open it up and watch his brother get eaten. And there's a dead body alive behind them, keep in mind. Yeah, and here comes... Oh. Both brothers are fucked. Yeah. And the dead body is just trashing everything that made him alive. Just trashing what made him live. Wrecking it all. Pushing it all over. Everything's bubbling. Now he's going to throw potions at him. Oh, dude. You missed? Your boy... That's fine. Your boy... Your boy is throwing potions in the water, missing the dead body. P11 and I owe you one, bro. Oh, so he made it. Oh, you know what? The potions that he threw that chased the dead body away... The dead body picked up the ox- octopus tank. Yeah, now he's back. He's super strong. The dead body's missing an eyeball. Oh, 
Whoa, the dead body just threw the opti octopus tank, killing the octopus, but the dead body is still very much alive and very much wants to eat boy flesh. He's still after this fucking He's still treasure? after the, the How did treasure? things get so calm all of a sudden? Absolutely nothing happened. He went around a corner and he's like, And now we'll find the treasure, bro. The map says there's a way. The two oh, brothers are back brick. together to find the treasure that would give them this money for the dirt bike. The older brother has found a, a secret hidden room. So we're at the end of this piece. I think this is going to be the last scene of this. If these kids get a fucking dirt bike, I'm going to be so upset. Yeah, because they've done all the wrong things. Okay, so now they get locked in the room. Your brother's an asshole. Yeah. Oh, here's the X marks the spot. X marks the spot, and the X is skeleton bones. That was easy. So he's digging under the skeleton bones with his big jock muscular He just hands. immediately went elbow deep into the dirt. And guess what's also in the dirt? A zombie. As he's digging through the dirt, guess what's coming up from the dirt? Older oh, brother finds the treasure chest as he predicted it would be there. Finds it. He's opening the treasure vroom, chest. Vroom, vroom. Oh my god, I wish this was a video podcast. It's a Tales from the Crypt comic. Oh my god, uh, this if if this issue is ever, number 1 of Tales from the Crypt is what's the inside treasure. Inside the treasure chest was a Tales from the Crypt issue number 1. Oh wow. And they're on the comic. They're, yo, dude. Surrounded by the zombies. Dude, we're on to something, folks. Oh wow. Open up the treasure chest to reveal the zombies that are behind them. The, to reveal issue one of Tales from the Crypt comic, and they were on the comic, and also the zombies surrounding them now were on the comic. That's but they some, fell through another trap door just now. So they're now running away from the zombies. They're getting out of there, busting through walls. They're back to the, the, the front door. They got out. And it's Yo. the Crypt Keeper. They open the front door, and the Crypt Keeper in vacation gear is there. He's coming back from vacation. This is his mansion. <laughs> he handed him the picture for the dirt bike as he ran away. The P-11 Slicer. Sand Slicer. It was his house. It was his mansion the entire time. The kids broke into the Tales from the Crypt Keeper's house. That's why there was creepy shit everywhere. He's the Crypt Keeper. Grave consequences. Your mind looks like it's been blown by this twist. Holy cow, that's really good writing. I don't know that I would give them a whole lot of credit for it. Boils and gargoyles. Join us next week. Holy cow! So those kids, the whole time they were robbing the crypt keeper's house, and the crypt keeper returned from vacation to catch them doing it. Does that mean the crypt keep his the crypt keeper's actual name is Kingsman? Because he kept calling him. It was like the Kingsman Mansion. Does this lead to the overall lore? Dude, I've seen the show. I've never seen episode one. But thank you to our thrift haul this week. We have uh, come across something that. It's actually more of a think piece than I thought. It was really like I was expecting it to be very transparent. And yeah. the comic at the end really made me think that's the way we were going. But then the Crypt Keeper reveal, just that added so little layer. So the whole thing, that treasure map that they found so they could get 
whatever it was to use that for dirt bike money was a comic of the show Tales from the Crypt. That's yeah. fucking cool. And that's what Tales from the Crypt originally was, was like a comic that had come out in the 50s. So I mm-hmm. imagine issue number one mm-hmm. is legitimately worth good money. I, I would like to see, because this show um, was 93, 94, and then it, it, like I mentioned, it came back in 99 with a different animation style. And I only remember like the 93, 94 version of this. I never saw like the later no, version. No, I'd like to dive in there because I've never seen the first episode and I loved it. I got to say I loved it. It was really better than I had expected. I mean, it wasn't in no way, shape or form scary. No. But for an entertaining 20 minutes, it was like 10? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Not bad, right? So that was our VHS uh, tapes for the thrift haul this week that we got. Uh, something else that we got. Um, that I want to go over before break. Um, something we've been holding for a while because we wanted to wait for the perfect moment. Switching gears here back to something that we fully appreciate. I have a new brawling buddy to add to my collection. A new day has come with a new brawling buddy. Yes. And uh, so what we have here is a WWE brawling buddy, Kofi Kingston. It's like 19, uh, It's from 2011-2012 era. Hit that belly. See if we get some sound out of it. What's up, man? Here comes the boom. Watch out for the boom drop. So, what's up, man, was something they gave Kofi to say. Watch out for the boom drop. This was Kofi right as he lost the Jamaican gimmick. But, uh, yeah, so this is like a, it's better known as like a wrestling buddy, but the brawling buddies were a different, they were like a newer wrestling buddy. Yeah, they were a little bit of a smaller version. Yeah, like, the wrestling buddy was like twice the size. Yeah, that's, it's 16 inches from stem to stern. Um, but I have Zack Ryder, Randy Orton, Sheamus, Kofi Kingston. I have a lot. Rey Mysterio, but Kofi adds to the collection. This is what was preventing me from getting to the bug earlier, was your collection of wrestling so we toys. Found, we never found the bug. The bug is toys. gone, but yeah, Kofi is here to protect us from the bug. He's between me and the bug. So and we're on the road to WrestleMania again. Yeah, it's it's a slow ride a <laughs> with slow not a lot ride. of scenery, but... Not Here a lot are. going on. And uh, the New Day has been an ever-present stable in the WWE. And Kofi Kingston, uh, Big E Langston, but uh, formerly known as... Well, no. Formerly known as Big E Langston. Just goes Big E and He's Xavier Woods. He's just Big Woods. E. Yeah, he lost the Langston. But nobody made a big deal out of it. No. I hope the New Day actually has a match at this WrestleMania because they were the most uh, over... At, the, at that time, the most over faction in WWE in WWE last year's WrestleMania, and they didn't have a goddamn match on the show. No, they hosted it. They dressed like Final Fantasy characters. And Dragon Ball Z characters, and all it kinds was, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, just ridiculous with spiky hair, and mm-hmm. it was a good time. The Hardys came back, but mm-hmm. we'll see what happens this year. I mean, it's expected to be Not a lot going on so far. Uh, I think we're headed for another Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar main event for Mania. And Ronda Rousey joining the E. Two crickets. Two crickets. Shit we don't care about. So that was our thrift haul for this week. Uh, Stick around because coming up after the break, we're actually going to do a segment we haven't done in a while. We're going to talk to you guys. We're going to welcome you back to the Roach Coach. Jumping back in the mailbag. But hell yeah, Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Definite recommend when the cat's away. Some meta shit. Anyway, we'll be back.
showtime. Very box to rubber froggy. I am leaving the park. Nintendo 64. Power up. Speed. Three times more powerful than any other system. Ah, it's not dangerous. Unless something goes wrong. Now only $189. Complete 3D movement. With unique joystick. Take a sippy whippy of beer here. We finished Fiwi. Now you get a sippy sippy. Fiwi. I like I like that you're calling it that. I like You the, immediately called it Fiwi. I was in the corporate world so long that like you immediately Find it, watch it. Go Find the, it, watch it. Fiwi. Fiwi. Fippy last week. Fiwi this week. Fippy. Find it, play it, Fippy. Find it, watch it. Fiwi. Fiwi. Fippy and Fiwi. It changes the pronunciation on the first syllable. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of fun. Okay, okay. Well, you've coached me in that way, and now we're gonna coach all of you. Well, yeah, it's finally time. It's been a little while, but I think we've got some really good questions to dive into this week. Yeah. So you guys have emailed us, and this is the Roach Coach. You hit us up at thriftypodcast at yahoo.com. Yes, I still use Yahoo, and people send us pictures of their thrift haul, uh, some questions. Uh, friend of the show and friend in general, Jack. Uh, sent us a uh, picture of his VHS collection that he's been putting together because he started listening to the show. Jack Danger Phelps, yeah, and I immediately, and I really like it when you guys send in the pictures. Like, Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, we put our stuff out there. It's on the, the Facebook page now. You guys can follow along. I'll put Jack's VHS hall on the Facebook page, yeah, too. Yeah, and, it was, and it, we immediately started to zoom in and go through the collection, but yeah, it was awesome. So, so some of the hits from Jack's collection that he's recently put together that you'll see in the picture if you go to Thrifty Podcast on Facebook. He's got Pulp Fiction, Veggie Tales, Die Hard 2, War Games, a couple Star Treks, uh, uh, office space was in there. Snow Dogs Clamshell. Snow Dogs Clamshell. Starring Oscar winner Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, kids' birthday parties was a VHS that tape. That was in my that. favorite one. Jack, I don't know if you could also Can you watch uh, that and you, send. I want a picture of the back. Like yeah. I want to see the synopsis of the kids. Is it multiple? Is it like 
just ideas for I have so many questions about that tape in particular. Jack, if you could email back into the show, watch kids birthday parties and tell us how you think about it and we'll read it on the show next week. If you want to come on the show next week and watch it. Well, he lives in Tucson. What's a plane ticket? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll be on. back in Tucson safe enough, Jack. Don't worry. We'll get there someday. But it be cool about safety was a tape in his collection and then some sports bloopers, which are always great. Yeah, the eighties I couldn't see the only tape we couldn't see was behind Cuba. Snow Dogs. Yeah, the clamshell for Snow Dogs blocked whatever it was, but it looked like another like sports bloopers collection. Yeah. And those shit were so good. Like that used to be like the early days of the NFL Network. That was all they would show. Yeah. It was like the old sploots, sports bloopers. Sploopers. Sploopers. Fee-wee. The old That's why you got to put it in the acronym. The, yeah. the old sports bloopers of like they had yep. the sound effects added in. They were so good. Yeah, so watch a couple of those and email in when you uh, see those. We'll definitely post some videos or some pictures if you send them back in. And again, with the Roach Coach, when you email us, we get some questions. Um, here was a question uh, it's it writes in thrifty. Have you ever gotten ripped off? I bought a wagon at a Goodwill that was kept behind the counter. After I purchased it and went out to the car with it, I noticed a lot of rust on it. When picking it up to take it out of the car, the wheel fell off. I took it back, and they said no returns. What's the deal? <sighs> I think it was Bruce Springsteen that said no returns, baby, no surrender. That's the thing is that like I think it's a no I think it's a known thing like mm-hmm. the no return and like yeah I can't be sympathetic for rust on a wagon. Yeah, I will say the only fishy part about that it was a it was a behind the counter item and I will say we don't bite on those, huh? I've never and I it's almost a matter of principle. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to buy the behind the, that's like the low hanging fruit like we talk it's just yeah. It's great. Somebody else has already thrifted that. You're already paying a secondhand price for it. Yeah. You could find a wagon at a. You'll a probably yard sale like. There's it. some really cool behind the counter stuff. There is no no doubt about that because people don't know what they have. But sometimes some some people get smart to the business and they put the actual price on the item. So the items back there are still pretty cool, but it's also a recognized cool. So you're going to be paying what you'd pay on eBay or if you had it. It's the it's, actual it's retail already price. been separated to sell. Right, you know, different than the normal system. So that's a sketchy thing that you got something behind there with some rust on it, and then it already fell apart. I think you definitely have like some ammo to be like, "What the heck?" But it's you just can't, man. That's, and that's the thing that's is, it. like, I think the rust is an easy fix. Like that's like an hour, two hours, and mm-hmm. an afternoon. You know, but it sounds like he put grease. it on like the front seat or back seat, and when he picked it back up because of the weight distributed. The wheel, the no- wheel came knocked off. loose. Yeah. Knocked off. And I mean, you can fix the wheel, but like, yeah. If you're going to buy a wagon from behind the counter, like, that's just what happens. It's, yeah, it's the nature of the business. And like, we've been doing it. Like, I came into this blind. Yeah. I've I kind of forced you into my life. I've, I've enjoyed it and yeah. I've learned a lot. And like, but I've never been tempted. I've seen some very cool stuff. Uh, they have a lot of autographed baseballs. Yeah, they that do. End up behind the counter. They and find like, them. Yep. That's not a thing I want to buy second, even for ten or fifteen dollars. Yeah, you get buy it and you're like, oh, it's. You a get fake. what you get. It sucks that your wagon busted, but nobody likes a busted wagon wheel. But that's just that's just the brakes. I, yeah, I have sympathy for, it, but yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. I've never been like burned per se. Yeah. Although, worst case scenario, when you and I buy something, it's got a cord on it. 
and it's like a dollar. And we're yeah. like, like we bought the football. You take a flyer on it because it, it, if because what we we only purchase stuff from uh, by the pound places. So like, it, but if it has a plug, it's a buck. So like, whatever it is, if it doesn't work, it sucks. But I'll tell you what, for a buck, it doesn't. We hurt. have yeah the minimal markup. We're yeah. not like at the. It the doesn't s- hurt. Salvation Army, I think, of the thrifting world has like mm-hmm. the highest markup, and there's some of like the. Uh, the four profits, like the red, white, and blues, and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, we don't really do that. We don't do that. We buy by the pound, or you know, it costs a dollar, and like mm-hmm. we get burned a lot less mm-hmm. buying it. Like we the get lower burned, tier. but there's so much. There's not a lot of money put into it, so you, we don't feel that heat too, too much. Yeah, I mean, I've never spent more than six dollars thrifting right. as know? a haul. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and when we go out, I've never, you know, like. Uh, I have mm-hmm. a 10 in my pocket on a regular basis. And, and it's never going to get to 10. The now, way we do business, it's not going to get to 10. That's basically Taco Bell and thrifting Taco Bell all in and one. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next question is, it says, read this for the Roach Coach, which we are doing. It says, Dear Thrifty. I love when you demand things in the emails. That's where it's going. I don't read anything that's not on the Roach Coach. God damn it. Read this. Dear Thrifty, don't you hate it when you find something... Th- don't you hate it when you find something thrifty online and you have to travel to get it? What would be the longest you travel to buy an item you wanted? So I'm going to open it up to Josh first and then I'll answer it. What are things that you in life like? Like what are your favorite things? Well, this the, is how I've decided to decipher this question. So it yeah. is going somewhere. I mean the things I collect yeah. are records um, and books mm-hmm. really. You know yeah. like. The cultural aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, records and books. But I wouldn't travel for either one of those. Like, no. I feel like any book or record that I want either can be easily mm-hmm. delivered to me or I should get it in a small vicinity. Yeah. Um, but lately, uh, we've been looking for a dog. My dog died. Um, we had her yeah. for like 14 years. Yeah. So we've started to look around at dogs and like, that's something I enjoy as well, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll go around for that because a cat, mm-hmm. you can get a cat outside. Anyway. I love my cat, but like outside, you can I get a could good fucking cat. easily replace that thing in my life. But Unfortunately. It, but yeah, dog's a little bit more specific. So we've been looking for the best fit for your home and it's within in like, your lifestyle, yeah, a, an hour and a half, two hours, you know, yeah. to fit all the needs. And like, mm-hmm. I don't need anything else. Like I don't need to purchase anything. I own everything. You know, you should lust you need, yeah you like need. i have a couch i have a nice tv I've, we've got a house you know the internet's there it's comfy yeah you know we yeah we have two different wi-fi's in the house like since we've been friends i've introduced some dumber things into your life like your <laughs> norbert beaver that you got while thrifting and some other weird shit but the, those things the norbert beaver has become a tradition when i walk down my stairs I pulled on the norbert i pulled norbert beaver's chain to let my and daughter that was know a goodwill fine yeah yeah um and it's just that kind of thing is like I wouldn't mm-hmm. travel for that, but it's something I enjoy. But like for a dog, we, it's an hour and a half to two hours, I think. And so you have to tops. secondhand buy a dog that way sometimes. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we want to adopt the dog. We're not going to like purchase mm-hmm. a dog, you know, for right. like a puppy milk kind of thing. We're going to rescue her. Yeah. Um, I want a female dog. Cause the red rocket thing just really turns me off from owning you know, an see, animal. You don't want to. 
dog lipstick is not if, in what you if want. If part of owning an animal is seeing its dog dick, <laughs> I don't want that relationship, you know? Like, yeah. if you bought a goldfish and it was like, hey, look, every time I'm happy to see you... Here's my ding-dong kangaroo. I'm yeah. going to flop out a fish dick. You'd be like, I don't uh, need a goldfish that badly. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I would prefer a female dog. Um, nice. But that's why the radius is an hour and a half, two hours. Lady dogs, yeah. I would have to say... The reason why I pitched it to you first, because I would have to say it would all be two things, depending on how sentimental I was about the object, which is give or take who even knows. Uh, Number two is also the value of it. So if I, for example, if I had to travel a half hour to take a look at a piece that the value was a hundred dollars, right? I'm not saying I'm paying a hundred dollars, but if the total value was a hundred dollars, I'm I'm immediately wanting ten bucks on that, no doubt. I'm not gonna pay even close. So to what 100. is like uh, what's your dream item that like of, of the thrifting world? Like, what's the one thing that you would go the furthest the for? Furthest for? I'll expand upon this question. Yeah, just a little yeah, yeah. bit. Like, what would you go out there for? The furthest for, I would probably, uh, I would probably say core figures, which are generic GI Joes. Um, core figures in box, I would say. Um, I would also go Banjo Kazooie merchandise. <laughs> I had Banjo really gotten Kazooie my hopes up on your answer, and you did not live up to um, the expectations. I would go uh, re- vintage wrestling merchandise, um, vintage theme park merchandise, um, maybe some rare video games rarer video games something like that but again it all depends on the offered price because if you're telling me like a banjo kazooie pendant is a hundred dollars and i'm gonna have to i don't want that but if you have that and you're like 10 bucks i would drive an hour for a ten dollar banjo kazooie pendant i bet okay see like my dream item is like bubble hockey Okay, like, bubble hockey. Yeah, like the old, like, you know, like mm-hmm. bar you find it. And, like, they're, you know, usually thousands. Yeah. But I would go a considerable distance. But they're still expensive. But it would have to have the penguins. Okay. Like, it would have to have the penguins on it. But not a banjo. I was, <laughs> I really, like, set the bar you really high. And higher you came me. back. You really thought higher like, of me. What is I your dream am? item? And you're like, do you remember the 1997 video game <laughs> that featured a bear? And some and sort bird of on Chinese bed. pheasant. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, some rare video games, but again, it's all in the dollar amount. That's why I'm saying like it's all in the dollar amount because there are so many cool things that I could think of, but there's so much money, and I don't want to shill that. See, and I appreciate that because yeah. like you're very sentimental about a lot of things. Some things, yeah. And I don't have like a whole lot of sentiment- sentimentality yeah. for items. Like people... Absolutely, but items, I don't connect on that level. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I found my Brutus the Barber beefcake shears, and I was like, this is great, and I threw it across the attic. I was like, and that's it. I remember when we bought these, and that's all I need from them. Mm-hmm. But core figures, the generic G.I. Joes, I used to have those as a kid, and we've done some sketches about those before. But those in box, the reason why I said those right away is because they they vary. They vary in price. So if you're like if you want to give me like, you know, some of the hard hitting ones that I don't I still don't have and they're still in box, 
it's all price, all price. I'm talking everything. So you could convince me to buy something if it's cheaper and then I'll be like, well, that's a steal. But also I live in an environment that's very small, so I don't want to clog up my environment. You have to be able to liquidate the yeah. items that you do decide to keep around. Um, some Another good one that I probably should have thought of first, which I have a VHS collection, which you know and we talk about. I have a yeah. lot of VHS tapes. That takes up a lot of my space. Some rare horror VHS from like 70s, 80s, something like that. I'd go for that. But again, if we're talking like $50 a tape, I'm not getting in my car. Really? I'm not getting in my car for 50 bucks. I don't have that kind of privileged money. I can't just like, <laughs> but if you're saying like. It's a dream scenario though. Like in the dream scenario, you if have I had 50 it, bucks. Okay, say I had it. Say I had $50. I don't have bubble hockey money, but in my dream scenario, <laughs> I have two grand to spend on, you know, 11 how, guys on the ice. This is how cops get people to to admit to crimes they didn't commit they're like in dream scenarios how would you commit this crime how did you really feel about how would you really and that's why cops are bad this is why i'm a good salesman yeah they're cops put all your problems aside and pretend you can afford this now what if i told you a credit card with 18 months free interest could get you that all (laughs) cops are salesmen but not all salesmen are cops that's true i'll leave you on that i'll leave you on that none of their lives matter (laughs) No, and this has been a very fun show. Um, you know, play it, watch it was fun, uh, or find it, play it, whatever. We're find Fee-wee. it. Fee wee. If you would just learn the fucking acronym, you wouldn't have to. Fee wee was really find fun. it, watch it. You just break it down. So we'll watch some tapes more in the future. But that was our thrift haul. Thank you, Roaches, for emailing in again. Thrifty Podcast at yahoo.com. Like us on Facebook. I think we're right at six hundred, somewhere around six hundred. Yeah, we're right around there. I'm glad everybody stuck around for the longer episode. It's been a while. Things have been erratic, but I'm glad yeah. to be, you know. Thrifty Podcast break. on Facebook. Also, uh stevebearis.bandcamp.com. Bear is the last name, Steve, and then B-E-R-E-S.bandcamp.com. Alternate reality. That's by Bluffs. That's the theme of the show. It's been a, a hell of a night. Thank you for spending with, with me. Always, brother. I, I will dedicate this episode to my mom who has passed away. And mom, this is what uh, you gave into the world, and this is what I'm giving back. Hope you're proud. Oh, and, to yes. your, and to everybody else, get roached. <laughs> <laughs>